call from the United States of America. Stand by, Americans. Here's mail call. One big package of words and music and laughter delivered to you by the stars from whom you want to hear in answer to the request you send to Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. This mail call is dedicated to show business and to the hundreds of entertainers, big and small, who have given music and laughter to men and women all over the world. And standing at the microphone now to act as your master of ceremonies is that old trooper himself, Eddie Cantor. get that old trooper. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hiya, Don Wilson. Well, now, uh, Eddie, before we start off, I want to tell you, I saw your new picture, Show Business, and really, it was great. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Don. I hear you're going to produce another picture for RKO, and very soon. Yeah, that's right, Don, but I'm having such trouble getting stars. I called my favorite pinup girl, Betty Grable, but she can't leave the house on account of her new baby. Mm, why not? She has to stay home and pin up. <laughs> 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 Boy, I'll bet that baby of Betty Grable's really beautiful Oh, I'll say You know, when Betty takes a baby to the park here in Beverly Hills Everybody gathers around to watch her take a sunbath The baby? No, Betty Grable but, <laughs> but that little baby, that little baby in her arms is so cute You just want to go up and tickle her little tootsies Betty Grable? No, the baby <laughs> It was so cute before I left them there this morning In the park, I got a big hug and a kiss From the baby? No Betty Grable? No well, then who? Harry James. He's such a proud father. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to get glamour girls down because most of the stars are becoming mothers, you know. Betty Grable, Alice Faye, Lana Turner. I even wrote to Lassie, the famous dog star, but no luck. <laughs> what happened? Same day she got my letter, she got a litter. <laughs> Anyway, Don, I hope my next picture is as big a hit of show business. You know, Don, when I passed the Palace Theater in New York where my picture was playing, there was a big line from the box office at 47th Street all the way down to Low State on 45th Street. Ah, that's wonderful. No, Don, the line was... The, the line, what did I say here? No, Don. Say that again. That's wonderful. Oh, shall you? we start again? Okay. Get me in the mood. I'll pretend I never saw the thing before. Go ahead, Don. Eddie, that's wonderful. No, Don, the line was facing low state. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Should have let it drop dead the first time. All right. <laughs> well, you know, Eddie, that's because the palace was sold out. I went up to the balcony and the people were sitting on each other's laps. On each other? Did they enjoy my picture? Well, they must have. The picture was over at midnight, and this was 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care who was sitting on whose lap, where there were a lot of people there. Yes, and I noticed that servicemen sat in the balcony, and men not in uniform sat in the orchestra. How do you explain that, Ed? Listen, Don, if the guys in the orchestra were able to walk up to the balcony, they'd be in uniform. That's right. <laughs> this mail call letter here's a fine vocal group whom we've all heard and enjoyed many times the Pied Piper singing exactly like you I know why I've waited know why I've been blue 
each night for someone exactly like you. Why should we spend money on a show or two? No one does those love scenes exactly like you. You make me feel so grand. I wanna hand the world to you. You seem to understand each foolish little dream. I'm dreaming, scheme, I'm scheming. Now I know why mama taught me to be true. She meant me for someone exactly like you. Pipers, and believe me, you're one of the best vocal groups I've come across in many years. Oh, Don, Don Wilson, mm -hmm. you mentioned my picture show business. Did you notice at the opening they had me made up like a young fella? Yes, Eddie, it reminded me of graduation day at college. You mean I look like a college boy? No, like a sheepskin. <laughs> I look like a sheepskin? Well, you'll have to admit I look much younger than Georgie Jessel. That you will, you'll admit that, Don, won't oh, you? Oh, you think you do, huh? Well, would you like to know the Jessel's draft board is sent for him? Jessel? That's right. Well, that's ridiculous. They can't take Jessel. Why not? He's married to a girl who was born after Pearl Harbor. How are they going to take a man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Don. You laugh much harder at Jack Benny. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I've been around, brother. I know what I'm talking about. Well, that's right, Eddie. You've covered a great span of years in your career. Thirty-five you've... years in show business. Thirty-five years. Yes. You've struggled. You've had many hardships. But I'll say one thing for you. You look it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, Don. Have it your way. You know, I've invited the whole cast of show business to come down and be on this broadcast tonight. But first, I'd like to say that no tribute... I'd like to say no tribute could be greater to the people in show business and the one that we're going to pay now to the memory of America's greatest song and dance man. So here's the Armed Forces Radio Orchestra playing George M. Cohan's Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Nice going. Don Wilson, if you saw me in the picture show business, you may remember there was another good-looking guy in it, too. And here he is, the smiling Irishman himself, George Murphy. Awfully nice of you to drop over, George. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Eddie. And I want to tell you one thing. When we were making the picture, you were a swell boss. I was? Yep, I never asked you for a raise you didn't give me. And that's how I'll always remember you, Eddie. Eddie Cantor, the man who didn't give me a raise. <laughs> now, don't say that, George. But, Eddie, I must say you were swell about the billing. You know, I walked by the theater the other night, and there on the marquee it said in great big lights, Show Business, starring George Murphy, Joan Davis, and Constance Moore. Go ahead, go Wasn't my name on the marquee? No, Eddie. No, I'm sorry it wasn't. But they had your picture hung up inside the theater. You mean where all the ladies and gentlemen could see it? Yes, they could see it, but not together. <laughs> Go on, encourage him, encourage him. Why, why didn't you tell the manager to put my name on the marquee? Well, I did, but he said there wasn't room for it. You mean I changed it for nothing? <laughs> well, what are you worrying about, Eddie? After all, you were the star of the picture. You were the best actor in it. Oh, no, George. You were the best. Oh, no, Eddie. You were the best. Oh, you're just saying that. No, I'm just reading it. <laughs> you better be kidding, too. Oh, of course I am. In fact, Eddie, I came here tonight to pay tribute to a great star. You did? Certainly. I came to pay tribute to a man who is not only a great singer, but he's also a great comedian. Well. <laughs> a man whose theatrical achievements have never been equal. George, your praise has gone too far, too far. No, it hasn't, Eddie. After all, there's only one Al Jolson. <laughs> Al Jolson, yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was very good, he was. I'll never forget the first time I saw him. My father took me to the theater, you know. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean your father took you? Stop with that kid stuff. Who said I was a kid? I was in New York, I was broke, and my father took me to the theater. But anyhow, Jolson is older than I am. Well, I don't know, Eddie. Jolson looks younger than you. Sure he looks younger. I had to stand up to make a living. The only time I ever got down on my knees was the night I proposed to Ida. Then I forgot myself. I said, what do you want to shoot? A half a dollar? I forgot that. <laughs> you know, George, it was... Uh... She faded me, too. <laughs> it, was, it was during the last war, George. It was? Yeah. In 1918, another fellow and I were a horse in vaudeville, you know? Uh-huh. And one day a letter arrived from Uncle Sam. So that night I told Ida she'd have to marry me because I was about to go to the front. You mean the France? No, the front of the horse. The other fellow went to France. <laughs> yeah, the draft boards weren't taking my end of the horse then. <laughs> well, Eddie, now that we're back to Vaudeville, how about you singing some of the songs that you made so popular on Broadway years ago? No, George, those songs made me popular. If you please, music professor, I sing now. <laughs> Ida, sweet as apple, apple, sahider. Sweeter than all I know. Ho, ho, ho. Come out near the silver rim moonlight. 
of love I'll whisper So soft and low Who is this guy Crosby, huh? Seems though Can't live without you Listen My honey Doodly-doo Oh, Ida Kinda idolize ya I long to love ya Ida deed I doodle-doo My little Margie I'm always thinking of you, Margie I'll tell the world I love you Don't forget your promise to me Cause I have formed a woman ring and have a little thing for Margie. You've been my inspiration, days are never, never, never blue. And after all is said and done, there is really only one. Oh, Margie, Margie, it's you. If you knew Susie like I know Susie, oh, 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 what a girl. There's none so classy as this fair lassie. Oh, 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 my goodness, what a chassis. I had a mustache as cute as a pup. Susie kissed me and she burned a down thing up. If you knew Susie like I know Susie, oh, oh, what a That was really wonderful. You know, you still sing with all the old pep and vim and vigor. Huh? Why, you've got enough energy for two people. I know, George, and it's awful. It really is. It's terrible having enough energy for two people. Why? Why, why is it so terrible? I just can't stand that pleading look in Frank Sinatra's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't forget, George, with all my energy, you were the guy who wound up with the girl in show business. Oh, Eddie, when the girl is a lovely dish like Connie Moore... It's a great argument against energy. Ah, that Connie Moore. Oh, what a dream girl. Gee, I can just see her before me now. Well, if you couldn't, you'd need glasses because that's just where she's standing. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Constance Moore. <laughs> Hello, fellas. Hello, yum yum. <laughs> that's enough dialogue, kids. Don't pad your parts. We're all waiting to hear you sing the song you did so well together in the picture. So how about going right ahead with It Had to Be You? Right, Eddie. Seems like dreams like I always had Could be, should be making me glad Why am I blue? It's up to you to explain I'm thinking maybe, baby I'll go away Someday, someway You'll come and say You're all I need Or am I waiting in vain? to be you it had to be you 
I wandered around and finally found somebody who Somebody who could make it be true Could make me be blue And even be glad just to be sad Thinking of you Some others I've seen If it had to be you Might never be me If it had to be you Might never be coarse Or try to be false But they wouldn't do to be you wonderful you it had to be you That was wonderful. And Connie, wait a minute, you got a line, Connie. Yes, I know. I'd like to ask you, I'd like to ask you something. Yes? Uh, just say, what is it, Eddie? And hey, what is it, Eddie? How is it, how is it when you sing with George, you look so tenderly into his eyes? You never do that with me, Connie. Well, I don't know, Eddie. You, you and George are different. Different? Mm-hmm. Different, she says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the difference between George and me? Well... Look, Eddie, if you were standing on a corner and a pretty girl walked by and dropped a handkerchief... Yes? You'd pick up the handkerchief. Naturally, I don't go around picking up girls. See what I mean? What'll I... <laughs> what'll I do? I got a house full of girls now. You know, I'm very shy with women. I want to run from them, especially bold ones. Well, you better make a dash for it. Look who's coming. Well, it's Joan Davis. Well... Come in, Joan. Come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. How do you like that? He looks like an owl and talks like a parrot. Gee, <laughs> Eddie, I, I, I'm awfully sorry that I'm late, but I had trouble with my milk bath. Trouble with your milk bath? Yeah, I couldn't get the cow out of the tub. <laughs> oh, you silly fool. Joan, what kind of a milk bath do you call that with a cow in the tub? I was taking a shower. <laughs> Stop clowning, Joan. And say, say hello to Connie and George. Hello, Connie and George. Hello, hello Joan. Oh, gee, I, I didn't mean to ignore you like that, but when I'm around Eddie, why, well, he's all I can see. I tell you, I love that boy. <laughs> Joan, will you stop that stuff? I'm not a boy. I'm a full-grown man. See, that's even better, ain't it? <laughs> Put me down, will you put me down? George, help me, will you? Nothing doing, pal. You're on your own. Come on, Connie. Well, they've gone. Now listen, Joan Davis. I've had enough of this rough stuff, and there's only one way to settle it. How'd you like to step out in the alley? That's candor for you. To him, an alley is stepping out. <laughs> I'm 
sorry, Joan. I lost my temper. I could never hit a woman. Oh, gee, Eddie, I'm sorry, too. I could never hit a man. <laughs> what do we do, wrestle? <laughs> what am I saying? I'd murder him. You would, huh? <laughs> now, if you don't quit talking that way, I won't have you in any more of my pictures. Oh, but Eddie, I've got our next picture all written yeah. already. Yeah. Look, you see, now you're the king of the apes. And as the... Pi- <laughs> What did you say? What? I said you're the king of the apes. Yeah. And as the picture opens, you're dressed in a leopard skin and you're climbing up and down a tree. Like Tarzan. Yeah, sort of, except you use a ladder. <laughs> now, we put that in for you. And anyway, you're sitting up in a tree with a bunch of apes eating bananas. Yeah. Yeah, but you're the neatest one. Oh. You don't eat the skins. <laughs> Why not? They're the best part. And you see, and I'm a big game hunter, and as I come into the scene, all the apes run for their lives except you. What do I do? Well, you pull up your ladder and hide under a leaf, you see? And I'm up the tree in a flash, and I pounce on you. Wait, wait. Which one of us is the ape man? Wait a minute. Oh, quiet. I'm just about to put a bullet through your chest when something stops me. No bullets. No chest. Oh, then, Eddie, Eddie, then comes your big part. Then, yeah. you, then you speak. Well, it's about time. What do I say? Glub, gluck. <laughs> glub, gluck. Is that all? Well, what do you expect to say with a mouthful of bananas? <laughs> now comes a dramatic highlight. Yeah. I look into your eyes and a beautiful romance begins. Yeah. But there's one, only one obstacle. Jealousy. Another woman. No, a short gorilla named Hazel. <laughs> However, I get you in the end. Yeah. Yeah, I get you in the end. Yeah. Uh, I bark. <laughs> I skip bar- over that. I'm Will you sorry. skip over that? There was a comma there. Yeah. I didn't see it. I, uh, <laughs> I, I bargain with Hazel, you see. And for a lipstick and a bag of peanuts, she gives you up gladly. Joan, for less than that, I'll give up your story. It's silly. It's ridiculous. I can't be Tarzan. Oh, sure you can, Eddie. Call to me. Okay. Oh! Oh. No, not like that Put some sex appeal into it Sex appeal? How is this? Oh Oh All or nothing at all Oh, Eddie, you're wonderful Look at my bobby socks They're rolling up and down <laughs> Joan, I'm not going to be any ape. Besides, I think you just wrote this picture so you can get me to make love to you. Oh, don't be silly, Eddie. Who wants you? I got a boyfriend in the army. You're a soldier, huh? Uh-huh. A- and you know how all the fellas in the service give their girlfriends their emblems to wear? I don't get you. What do you mean? Well, if a girl goes with a pilot, she wears a little pair of wings. Uh-huh. And if she goes with an infantryman, she wears rifles. Yeah? If she goes with a paratrooper, she wears a parachute. I see. They wear the different emblems on their blouse. Yeah, my boyfriend gave me one, too. Yeah? <laughs> I'm the only girl in town that wears a bucket full of potato peels. Oh! <laughs> Joan Davis, and don't run away. I love that girl. <laughs> After the program, you can take me to the Coconut Grove and chase me up a palm tree. Now, gang, I'd like to take you back to the good old days on Broadway when show business was show business. When I appeared in the show for Flo Zickville and sang a song I hope some of you boys might remember, if you please. 
Every time I hear that dear old wedding march, I feel rather glad I have a broken arch. I have heard a lot of married people talk, and I know that marriage is a long, long walk. To most people, weddings mean romance. But I prefer a picnic or a dance, another bride, another groom, another sunny honeymoon, another season, another reason for making whoopee. The choir sings, here comes the bride, another victim is by her side. He's lost his reason, cause it's the season for me. Down through the countless ages, you'll find it everywhere. Somebody makes good wages, somebody wants her share. She calls them toodles and rolls her eyes. She makes them strudels and bake some pies. What is it all for? It's so he'll fall for mayonnaise. Another year, or maybe less. What's this I hear? Well, can't you guess? She feels neglected, and he's suspected of making whoopee. She sits alone most every night. He doesn't phone or even write. He says he's busy, but she said, is he? He doesn't make much money, $5,000 per. Some judge who thinks he's funny, Says you pay six to her. He says, now judge, suppose I fail. The judge says, budge, right into jail. You'd better keep her. You'll find it's cheaper. Than about closes another mail call letter from us to you wherever you are and this is Eddie Cantor signing his name and wishing you all of the best Signatures include Eddie Cantor, Joan Davis, George Murphy, Connie Moore, the Pied Pipers, and yours truly, Don Wilson. This program is arranged with the cooperation of the Hollywood Victory Committee. Another mail call will be coming your way the next time you hear... This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. 
Thank <laughs> you.